Welcome to Kawaii Bio, a podcast about intellectual discussions by non-intellectual people. I'm Bio. And I'm Bai. We're sisters. So before we start today's episode, I want to take you guys on a zoom back to the past. And there was a program that was on TV. It was called Field Trip USA. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, Field Trip USA is a TV show where they would follow Malaysian students that were on exchange in America. So they had host families that go to like an American high school. And so that was kind of like an early reality TV show, just talking about their lives and them sharing about their culture, their insight. And so at 13 years old, when I watched Future USA, I was like, oh my God, wow, there's actually an opportunity for Malaysians to go abroad and study in high school. Whoa. So I felt it was so cool that they were able to see the world. And after watching that show, honestly, something changed in me. I wanted to be that person to see the world and learn about different cultures. Then, eventually, when I was in Form 5, I stumbled upon a website, which is AFS to apply for a student exchange program and that's when I realized that this exchange program is the same exact exchange program that 8TV Field Trip USA was showcasting in a way. And then I got accepted. I went to a little town in America called North Tonawanda in New York for about six months. I got a second family in a new country and I also learned a bit about the American culture and so after I came back I just felt like I wasn't the same person anymore and I knew that this exchange was not the end of my journey of exploring the world but just the beginning. So when I was 13 years old, I watched Future USA and that kind of inspired me to go abroad. Mm -hmm. You were right there next to me when I was watching the TV show. Yeah. Did you want to go abroad too? To be honest, no. Not as an exchange student though. I was pretty intrigued by how this is actually a program since way back then already. Mm. But I do not have the same fascination as you wanting to go abroad for an exchange. Mm. I want to go abroad as a tourist. Why is that? I prefer like a familiar environment that I'm in. I don't want to kind of like step out of my comfort zone in a way. I don't want to be brave at such a young age, Mm. travel to a different country, kind of be on your own, even though you do have host families. Mm. I just feel that I do not have that in me to do so and to me assimilation is something that's pretty difficult for me to actually do yeah i don't like the fact that i have to restart my life just for that six months or so you know yeah it's just kind of a bit too much for me i guess i'm one who really really loves her comfort zone i don't find the need to kind of like break out from it But as I'm growing older now, I do find that there is a need for me to break away from my boundaries that I've set for myself. Well, for me, I think that assimilation is part of the excitement of being at the end of your comfort zone. Life is exciting when you wake up, you know that every day is going to be different. You're not in a completely foreign environment. You have a family there that will kind of show you the ropes a little bit. And at the same time, you learn at your own pace. Yeah, And you're not expected to like, change 360 yes it's tough sometimes you don't really make friends you know what i mean sometimes you you feel like no one really gets you you're you're kind of always alone yeah you're kind of always alone but the joys of being in a new culture being in the end of your comfort zone it makes life exciting will you say so no it gives me a lot of anxiety to think about like the unknown i don't want to have all these added stress when i just want to live my life Mm all these stress that I'll get, right? Let's say if I go for an 
exchange abroad, I feel that it would really sour that experience because I would have so much expectations of what I want to do or what I need to do. Mm-hmm. As well as so much of a negative mindset like, oh no, I might not get any friends, yeah. I'll be lonely, I'll get homesick. All these put together, it's just like too much of a distracting thought for me. It's just I see too much added negativity that I don't really need in my life, I would say. Well, I'm not gonna lie though, like going abroad. It's not an easy thing. It's not easy. And it is true, you won't really have a lot of friends because if you're in like, like let's say if you're in Malaysia, you know what I mean? All Mm -hmm. your friends and see your family, but if you go to somewhere new like America, I remember that I legit had no friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was was tough fitting in with people my age because I went to a town where everybody knew everybody since they were in kindergarten. I came in towards the end of everyone's high school career and I wanted to make friends. I just felt it was very tough. Like I had to put myself out there like two hundred percent and I wasn't ready. Right now I am doing a credit transfer program, right? It is hard being in a big university now. Like you came from a small university before. I came right? from a college so everyone was kind of close together. We knew each other from different courses and all. But now in a bigger university I had to assimilate. Yeah. I decided to take this route to kind of like challenge myself actually. Be more grown, be more experimental with my choices. I do not regret it, but it's still pretty hard because you look left, right, center, all you see are clicks, all you see are groups of friends. Yeah. And it's pretty sad how I go to class mostly by myself. I end classes by myself. But it's all like a learning process, I guess. University is only, what, two years of your life. I can bear with that, man. You know, sometimes I wonder, right? Like, you tell me that you've, you're alone in uni. Is mm-hmm. it because you are alright being alone? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're an opportunist, you will be like, ooh, I'm only here for two years. Let's make as much friends as I can. That's true. Let's, let's um, know as many people as possible because, you know, we never know this future connects could help me in life. When it comes to friendship, I don't like being forced into a friendship. Mm. When I see that, alright, they have a click, I would not want to force myself in it because it's kind of like an un- unwelcome guest. Oh. With that in mind, I'm very wary of who I talk to. And let's be real here, I don't really talk to everyone in the room. So that already limits my choices of making connections. Mm. And therefore, I make friends out of class. So that's why I would say I go for clubs, I go for extracurricular activities yeah. to kind of like get to know more people. But I don't truly get to know them. It's a very functional relationship. Yeah. Like we're in it because we have a common goal to achieve like a yeah. project. Then when we're done, we're out. So I wouldn't consider them friends in that aspect though. It's more like what you say, functional relationship acquaintances yeah. high by friends in uni yeah which i find it quite sad because as we get older it's pretty hard for us to find genuine people who we actually are able to click with outside our functional tasks outside like our working life girl you went school. deep <laughs> it's honestly quite sad so if I call you my friend, you are really my friend. But you're not truly alone anyway. Like, I do see you join, like... Yes, I do have group of acquaintance. 
but do I have a group of friends? Do Girl. I have a group of close friends? So I get it that um, it, it could be lonely. And sometimes when you're navigating a new culture, you kind of have to be on your tippy toes, like you don't want to offend people of that culture. But at the same time, you also want to be... The, the real you in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like striking a balance because I want to kind of portray the real me. With this exchange, I just feel that I would be presenting myself in the best way possible. Not that it's bad, but yeah. it's not the real me. And to me, it has some sort of like fakeness. It's a, some sort of like ingenuity. Mm. Well, you could say that perhaps maybe it's something in me that sets us apart. Like I would seek out for new experiences, mm-hmm. new opportunities. And I I like the thrill of all the negatives that we mentioned. So yeah. yes, sometimes I may feel down um, because I don't have friends. But the environment that I'm in, a new environment, I don't mind that. I, I'd rather like just go out there and then try something new, you know what I mean? So even after America, like my journey of trying something new didn't end it. When I came back to Malaysia, mm-hmm. it was time. Of every post high school graduate's career, you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, why should I study in university? Mm. I found an unconventional major, I would say, which is education. It's not something that I wanted, but it's something new, and I didn't mind giving it a shot. And so I tried learning about education, and that really kind of like just broadened my perspective on a lot of things, mm-hmm. which, which again, it adds to why I want to try new experiences. And because of this, I somehow got another opportunity through, through of course, you know, hustle and all that stuff to go to a different country. So briefly, I worked in Japan for about six months and it was nice, you know, just waking up every day, being in a new culture. You know what I mean? Like this is a culture that we would hear about all the time, like Japanese culture mm-hmm. and what it means to a lot of different people. But waking up in a new culture, it was exciting. And I, I love that so much. Like, I want to say that being in America, it really allowed me to kind of develop cultural adjustment skills. And, yeah. and these skills, I want to say they are transferable. And they helped me to better adjust to Japan. Yeah. Do you remember like I even went to Tunisia? <laughs> yeah. So my sister went to Tunisia for a volunteering conference. Yeah. It? Yeah. So I went there alone when I was like 19 years old. And yo. When I was going to tell my parents, like, oh my god, I'm going to go to Tunisia for a week, you know what I mean? They were worried as fuck because at the south of Tunisia, there was very strong ISIS Actually, it's influence. not just the south, you know, it's the city and that's where you were in. My city, yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. I was in Tunis, Tunisia, which is like the capital. Yeah. And there was ISIS influence in the capital. Yeah. I didn't know that. The ironic thing is when she came back, it's when the ISIS really infiltrated Tunis. And they made it clear. That was crazy. Yeah. So for me, I was like, wow, new culture, new place I could go to. Woo, woo, woo. That's when I, I got exposed to a country that spoke Arabic and French at the same time. So yeah. it's just very cool. But of course, people around me, they are more concerned about different things. Like, of course, if you have a kid, they're going to go to a place that has strong ideas influence. You'd be worried, right? Yeah. But ironically... Yeah. I wasn't. And it was like no big deal for me traveling alone at 19 years old. I went on a plane from Malaysia airport all the way to Istanbul. And from there, I went all the way to Tunisia. You know what I'm saying? So it was like kind of like, whoa, I managed to do this all on my own at 19 years old. Went to immigration where 
people were speaking to me in Arabic and I didn't know oh how gosh, to reply. That's so weird. And so uh, someone was asking me like, so why are you here? And I was like, because uh, I have a conference. And it's like, but why are you here? This organization that is, is printed in your letter is it? Is an organization that taught English. Are you here to teach English? I'm like, no, I'm just a volunteer. Ooh. And I went to like a small room, but they really? had to pull me aside and they were asking, why are you here? My God. Because of course I don't look Arab. So why am I doing okay, it in okay, an Arab okay. country? Yeah. And so we, yeah, I got interrogated a bit, but hey, 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 eventually I made it out. And so, yeah, so those are fun adventures that you kind of get because you step out of your comfort zone in a way. True. So sometimes, right? Just to tell you this, sometimes like people, I've spoken with a few of my friends before and they feel like, oh, Bio's just lucky. Yeah, even I feel that though. Because it's like, you could say that I went to like a good university and after that I went on um, this opportunity to go abroad. Then I went on another opportunity to go abroad to a different country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you look outside in, it could look like I'm just a lucky bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, everything just aligns at the right time, right place. Yeah, but honestly, you could say that is 50% true, which is maybe I do have luck on my side and timing of things work out in a way that it's in my favor. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have this opportunist mindset, which is the title of this part, right? If I don't have the opportunist mindset, which seeks out new opportunities, I wouldn't even have tried all these new experiences. True. It would just be something like, oh, who's there? All right, I'll pass. You know what I mean? Mm. And so it's because of this mindset that allowed me to try all these new experiences, which I'm so grateful for that maybe some, some something in me had this hustle, hustle. And so honestly, I want to take this opportunity to give a shout out to my dead grandpa. Shout out to you, Akon. And of course, people who are like him, which are first-generation immigrants yeah. abroad. In my opinion, I feel like they are the true opportunity, the true hustlers. Like, they realize that the situation in their home country probably is not what they wanted for their life. And so, they were like, alright, I'm gonna go to somewhere new where I don't even speak the language. Maybe the weather is, like, super different. Where I don't really have friends or family. But I'm gonna find my place in that society and I'm gonna make a better life for my family. Like, if, honestly, if Akong didn't leave, like, southern China, where he was from, we would be speaking Chinese, what can you We would be speaking, like, I don't know what kind of Chinese, and I don't know, like, how our lives would be. It would be so different. Yeah, like, we wouldn't be Malaysian. We would be, like, probably Chinese. Who knows what would happen to us? We yeah. won't even be making this podcast, you know what I mean? And so, if you have the chance, will you have Akong's hustle and, you know, try to be a first-gen immigrant abroad? Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure about being a first-gen immigrant abroad because I have life goals and currently they are pretty set in Malaysia. Yeah. So what I want to do, I want to kind of like expand my horizons in Malaysia itself. I'm yeah. not planning to go abroad because like I said, it's easier here. It's where my comfort zone lies. And I feel it's better to build my life purpose in my home country anyways. Going abroad, that means starting from ground zero. I'm honestly, honestly, I don't really have the patience for that mm-hmm. or the drive to start from ground zero, you know, because mm-hmm. when you're like hustling in your home country where you grew up from, you're bound to know a few connections here and there. Yeah. You're bound to like know the area or like know the industry a bit better. Yeah. And I would like to take that to my advantage yeah. and start something from there. 
to do that in a foreign land though there's really no guarantee of success not saying that there is some guarantee of success doing it in my homeland but yeah. at least i know that it's somewhere i can fall back on and pick myself up again i guess it goes back to what you talked about which is that you prefer being in comfort yeah you prefer being in your comfort zone in a way like you just assimilating is very tiring now like, i get it why you're like that for me i feel like the world is my oyster i can achieve my life goals in my own country i can also achieve my life goals in a foreign country where i wake up every day to a new culture a new environment mm-hmm. where i'm not bound by the country that's on my passport and mm-hmm. so i find that so exciting that really like life begins at the end of your comfort zone wake up and smell the roses all those kind of quotes it's so cheesy but it absolutely makes sense i guess it fits for different people lah. Yeah. for me i don't want to be a first-gen immigrant but I do want to retire someday in a different land. Ooh. Just to kind of like see the way of life in yeah. a more relaxed manner. It's like you want to hustle now in your own country so that eventually when you feel like, alright, I feel like my hustle yes. is done. I can properly enjoy my life, be yeah. it in Malaysia or abroad, right? Yeah. And I feel that that is my ultimate life goal. Mm-hmm. So different, honestly. For yeah. me, why do I want to do that? I can achieve my life goal and be a different country to enjoy my life at the same time so i mean just different perspective on the same issue in a way so i guess at the end of the day really just make decisions with what you're most comfortable with you know society would tell opportunists is a better choice whatever whatever experience new things they glamorize this idea because they have more experience but you should know who you are the best don't let the internet article tell you how you should live your life. Don't compare yourself to others. If you do compare, know that you are comparing between apple, oranges, as well as tomato. They are all fruits, but they are also different. Everyone has a different hustle and YOLO. Like I said, hit up gonna chill. Hashtag cupcake Aisha. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.